deep I probably might have told you All we do is win, win, win like Icola Dropping names like Chorsky or Bellows Tearing up the ice, wearing green, white, yellow We got snipers and danglers that haven't been born yet The fans at Braemar keep buzzing like some hornets You're well, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am Danny Ryan, brought to you by the Red Black League. And Wicked Rags, a new sponsor to the show this year. Okay, and also I have Tony, who wants to jump on That's conversation right. right away. I'm Tony Scott. Thanks, Danny, for bringing us in. And uh, talking about bringing in the studio, Carl Ease is in studio as well. Yeah, and I'm not jumping all over you, Danny, so you're welcome. This is, uh, and that's a cool. first. That's a first. <laughs> <laughs> it will happen today, though. I guarantee it. Yeah. So, it's easy to do. Um, let's, f- do you want to first say kind of what the point of the show is? I would just say it's a, a summer. We've always do a summer show yeah. around the summer classic in Braemar, but it didn't work out for us a month ago. So yeah. here we are a month later to talk about what we've learned since the uh, high school hockey season came to one. It's kind of like, what have we learned since the last show, which was probably a state run uh, uh, a review yeah, probably a review show, show. Um, hey, you remember this and a lot <laughs> has <laughs> happened yeah, a lot has happened that. since mid-march yeah and we're here to talk about what's happened since mid-march and maybe do a little prognostication for what's to come for a really exciting season with new faces and and i'm going to talk a little bit about the new faces we'll talk about the transfers we'll talk about some coaches and we'll do a little top 10 at the end of the show well what have you done since march I've traveled a lot. <laughs> I've been to Florida, New Hampshire, Western Canada four times. <laughs> I got a picture of a beautiful ram when I was in Banff. Go Rozo. And uh, <laughs> seen a lot. I've seen the world. Uh, well, that's fun. And uh, for work mostly. Um, and uh, just work, 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 work. Aww. So, how about you guys? Well, I've been slaving away too, but I uh, spent some time on the California coast for a while there. That was good escape and of course on the lake superior riviera in summer too place to be it's beautiful <laughs> um i don't know there's a fake twitter account of me now and i You're don't so big time yeah well let's we'll cons- find out who it is it, the, concern, it the concerning pop. portion of this is the blake athletic director and assistant athletic director both follow fake danny but not real danny <laughs> well what's the difference <laughs> Not much, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> At least the real one tweets. <laughs> the fake one hasn't Sometimes. tweeted yet. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. I don't know. I'm working the State Fair booth on Tuesday. This coming Tuesday. At related to hockey or just... Sir? Toro. What's that? Oh, Toro. Oh, yeah. for work work. Oh, MTI Toro Danny booth. works for oh, Toro for this. Awesome. I've yeah. heard him talk about this yeah. 10,000 times. Yeah. All what Toro all well, the time. gainfully employed. Yeah. Both you guys it's are. I'm still working on a job. It's surprising, but Danny is. Yeah. People really are like... Uh, they're like, wait, you don't do hockey full time when they see me in winter? And it's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I get the opposite. Is this like your full time job? I'm like, uh, yeah, it is my full time job. And then you cry a little bit. I have bit. a banking gig, you know? I mean, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I do hockey yeah. after work. Uh, it's just, and it's hockey tournaments. And yeah. Shows. And <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for asking, though. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, it's fine. It's oh fine. Well. People live in their own little cocoon and yeah, can't see outside of it. So, well, let's talk about some hockey. This is that? our cocoon. Yes. High school hockey is our cocoon. We own high school hockey. We, this bold. is our topic. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we, the, the, the subject matter, okay. not yeah. the sport. Okay. 
We know the high school league on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Tony's dreamland right now. <laughs> someday. Someday. This Glory to you. As <laughs> us, but, but while developing this show this morning, I realized that I, I can make that bold statement of owning high school hockey because we're throwing out names that people will never know and didn't know anything about. And it's exciting yeah. to kind of sit down with you guys here today and kind of talk about what's coming up and knowing all the different landscape of what's happening from comings and goings and mm-hmm. teams that will be strong and were they good in Bantams two years ago. All those things together as a team, I think we make a, a really fun show and I'm yeah. excited about it. So Okay, well, let's go around the horn kind of. The best way that we thought about doing this is section by section. Yep. Because there's usually a lot that develops in the summer. So if we kind of go section by section, it kind of helps us out a little bit. I agree. So Carl's got got the board. He's going to run the board, and I'm going to kind of fill in some cracks, and you'll help fill in some cracks too, Danny. So 1AA, where are we? Who's coming into 1AA that, that high school hockey fans should need to know about? Well, I think with Section 1AA, you have to start with Lakeville South, the defending section champs, um, and you know, no real news on the transfer front, but Tony, you think the long-term future here has some is things worth talking very, about. Is very, very bright, yes, Carl. So there's going to be a bunch of kids coming in from a decent Farmington-Bantam program and Peewees. When they were Peewees two years ago, they were pretty solid. There's probably five kids from Farmington. I know of one for sure. Uh, a kid named Eli Miller coming in from Northfield. Eli is one of the best players in our Bantam Elite League this past four weeks. He's a superstar. His dad, Corey Miller, uh, played for the Gophers, and his uncle, Jason Miller, played for the Gophers. Both played for Bloomington Kennedy back in the 80s, late ni- late 80s, early 90s. Uh, this is a, a true phenom. So moving out of Northfield into Lakeville South, they will be a bona fide team in two to three years. Not, I mean, I mean, I'm not just saying, you know, a winner of Section One AA. I'm talking a lock to be in the semifinals of the state tournament for two to three years coming. That's how deep they'll be and good they'll be. Well, whoever owns Lakeville's normally, if you completely like a landslide win of Lakeville, yes. you have a really good team. If it's, it's a split. It's then really we're, bad team. Then we're a first-round loser. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just an average type yeah. of thing. It, it's it, it's kind of how that works in life. Yeah, they've never both been great at the same time. Or No, yeah. no. It would be too and hard. One's always seasoned. Just yeah. not enough bodies. Not yeah. enough ice, really, to... No, it, it's just it, the depth players of, you know, third, second line really key studs just disappears if they're both equal. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. All right. Anything else in one double A? Unless you want to talk about what's going on further south. I mean, Hastings still has a decent team. Uh, Rochester, nothing. 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 Yeah. More leaving Rochester. More high quality talent leaving Rochester than coming into Rochester is about is the nicest way I could probably say it at this point. Two double A's got a lot of yeah. new faces. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe, maybe, oh, oh, oh. should we start with the juiciest one, perhaps? Yeah, yeah. I go to yeah. juiciest one for sure. So Eden Prairie acquiring Landon Langenbrunner from. No, Mason Langenbrunner. Mason Langenbrunner. Landon's graduated from Cloquet, <laughs> okay. but Mason's Not coming in. Good. But they also have a kid coming in from the East Coast, like Connecticut, yeah. their last name, yeah. Steves. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that adds further depth to their Michigan, front nine. Anyway, yeah. um, and then, um, obviously, the Mason Langenbrunner makes a team that was going to be a top three to five team. I think that makes them we'll just stick around for later in the show. And, type of team. and the addition of Jackson Blake. 
Yeah, uh, yes. Jackson Blake was a bantam last year. Also spent half a year at Shattuck. Uh, he was one of the best uh, U-17 players uh, in the Five Nations Pro uh, Tournament uh, just a few weeks ago. Uh, that's a major, major upgrade yeah, to that that's team. That's a top, top liner in any team in the state. They're going to have six forwards that are going to be really, really hard to stop. How many uh, D1 commits are they up to? Oh, it's got to be four, four or five. Uh, okay. But you, Drew Holt's not committed, and no. I know that lots of high school hockey teams would like Drew Holt yeah. on their team. Yeah. So uh, it, it's a nice number. How's yeah. that? Yeah. Um, so Minnetonka, uh, much, not much coming in. I think they had a transfer from Benilde, uh, Peter Keese coming in from mm-hmm. Benilde. But the big transfer going out is likely going to be Mac Motzko. You want to talk a little bit about what you've heard, Carl? Sure. So the situation seems like it keeps to be shifting. No one's completely sure what's happening, but it does certainly sound like Motzko is trying to find his way back to St. Cloud Cathedral, trying to play his senior year with you know, the kids he grew up with. Yeah. And Obviously, a very successful group too. Won a state championship last year, so yeah. I think that there. I think that what, the, what really, I mean, you could go to the forum and want read reams and reams of <laughs> stuff. Yeah, on the the ultimately, pages. What, yeah. <laughs> ultimately, what you would find on the forum, or what you're going to find, is that uh, legally, Max's family is going to have to make a move mm-hmm. for him to yeah. do so, which, which he's already made a move. Hard, yeah, he could yeah. make some type of move. Mom could move. Dad could move. I, who knows how this is going to go down? But I wouldn't. No one would be surprised if he ends up in a cathedral sweater next year. Right. No. Um, and then Chaska. This is an interesting one. Has our Bantam Player of the Year coming in? His name is Max Burkholder, and they also have a kid named Jimmy Snugger. Write this name down. Obviously, the last name is pretty mm-hmm. familiar. That one. <laughs> but he is unbelievably skilled i mean he's he reminds me and i've said this a million times he reminds me a lot of bobby brink i mean they play a very similar style of game they shoot the puck well that would make sense great skill and he's out of bantam eligibility but he'll be a ninth grader he's one of these may birthday type of kids he'll step right in his dad's the head coach um they will they will be as good a team as they were last year, which means they'll probably be a section semifinalist again. Yeah. And they'll give teams a lot of fits. They'll be a little deeper this year. They're bringing in a bunch of these kids that played on that Chaska-Bantam team. Um, I think that'll be a really strong team. I think that's a team that I'll see early in the season a couple of times, but they need to prove some things to me. Well, they'll be playing in our um, opener tournament. They'll have one game in the opener this year. Uh, so they'll play, be playing at at uh, Bloomington Ice Garden Who's over playing Thanksgiving. in the opener? Is oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. It's finalized. Yeah, I can never Saint remember. Thomas I know that Blake, Blake, Blake and St. Thomas play, Okay, which will be a great game, and yeah. then Crete and St. Thomas play. Holy Family's playing Lakeville North. Because Holy Family is kicked out of the turkey trot. Uh, yeah. You can use yeah. They are no longer sure. in the turkey trot. They're no longer sure. in the turkey trot. <laughs> Sorry. You and your St. Thomas bias, Danny. <laughs> Who <laughs> filled their spot in the turkey trial? Moorhead. Moorhead did, yes. Moorhead is in that. Um, so, um, moving on in, into 2AA, Prior Lake. Uh, doesn't really lose anybody, but they're bringing in a very, very strong freshman class. I think there's going to be five, six, seven sophomores mm-hmm. that will make a difference on that team. And that's kind of what you're looking for if you're going to be a strong team is some push from the bottom, well, uh, pushing out some seniors, you know. 
especially in this section, if you can make it to the semifinals, you're like a goal away from making it to the finals in a lot of ways. We saw that with Casey's senior <laughs> year. It was unbelievable. Prior Lake, Prior Lake yeah. had them on the ropes, yeah. literally on mm. the ropes. They had a full side of yeah. their, you know, like, man, they could yeah. do this. And, and then w- his junior year, Prior Lake gave 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 EP some fits, too, I think, in the first half of that game yeah. over Don Mariucci. Mm-hmm. So yep. all you need, like you said, yeah. all you need It's just is a little bit, you know, of puck luck to make it there. And Prior Lake has the capability of doing so. But the team that we're not talking about in this section is Holy Family. This is weird. That's but newsworthy. In summer? That's yeah. That's newsworthy because family. usually this is the time of year yeah. when we're talking about mm-hmm. five kids moving in to Holy Family. <laughs> Victoria's accepting everybody. Yeah, it's usually that's the case. And this year they're relatively silent. And I'm yeah. not sure. And I'm not I'm not throwing any daggers. I'm not sure what that means. Does is, is that mean no. Noel's like content with what he's got? Does that mean usually there's an out-of-state thing that we haven't, nobody knows about? Yeah. No, I don't State know. State secrets. Yeah. 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 So it does sound like European Anemi is will not be playing for Holy Family this fall. He will not be playing yeah. for Holy Family. I thought he was in the Elite. I would have thought he'd be for sure. So says the forum. Okay, the forum says he's not. Thank you, Carl. By all accounts, Garrett Pianemi will be at Holy Family this year. That's what I've been told. I mean, okay. why would he play in the in the summer festival and wear the uniform and go through the process? I think he's going to be there. That would be my take. I. I think he's in the elite league, if my memory serves me correct. Well, so. you do slow research while we're moving yeah. on to the next one. We're going going to your favorite school section. He is in the elite league. So. Yeah, so uh, we're not going to start with Danny's team, though. We're not. <laughs> we'll start with Rosemount, which Rosemount, has an acquisition of note. Rosemount brings in Charlie Strammel. He'll be a freshman this year. Uh, Charlie's, you know, obviously the, the kingpin. He made the elite league as a freshman. Um, he at, bolsters a team that's already deep deep loaded if if they're not in the top 10 i will faint off my 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 chair today when we announce them today they have the most i think one of the most talented groups yeah. uh in that section they will be the section favorite i don't think st thomas is in the conversation as far e- as even if, favorites even if st thomas didn't have a coaching switch it would be rosemont's year yep i think uh, um only if st thomas would have recruited some talent and charlie strammel was one of those kids i mean in, in the whole charlie strammel sweepstakes i mean that kid could have ended up a lot of different places yeah. and he ended up i hate to say it, it sounds like college recruiting but it really is to some degree he stayed home yeah. mm-hmm. you know he stayed home and he's playing with rosebond he's going to play with his buddies which is great for you know we need in in boston massachusetts they it was it turned it's only private schools that make it and private and prep schools there's no such thing as public schools anymore yeah. we do need edinas we do need stillwaters we do need these public schools yeah. to continue high school hockey to thrive so great news for the public school sector i think for mm-hmm. him staying in rosemount by all accounts speaking of elite league we have uh johnny myers will be returning to egan high mm-hmm. school so that's good for second yeah fills yeah. out i that would you would think that Rosemount just preseason is the number one seed, and St. Thomas and Egan are the two yep. three in that scenario? Uh, I agree. I agree. Any other notes on three double A? No, I think we, we can move on to four, which is also not not a ton of news going on here on the older end yes. on this year's season. Yes. But I think it's very very newsworthy that that this Woodbury Pee Wee Double A team is isn't this weird? The Woodbury Pee Wee Double A team is going to make our high school hockey 
uh, yeah. podcast. And it's because that team, despite losing in the finals, was one of the two best teams in the state. Yeah. Uh, we're talking Cinderella story, that Eden Prairie winning PUAA last year. But they have six or seven kids that were just absolute rock stars. Studs. And all of them are going to Hill Murray. Andrew Lane, their goaltender. Um, Benny Miller, uh, their, their top center. Lucas Mann, who was the MVP of our Founders Cup in Rochester. And the two great defensemen, uh, three great defensemen, Luger, uh, Skahan, yeah. Hendricks. I mean, this is just, they have six, seven, eight kids. And not just, the, it doesn't end there. There's other kids from other communities moving in and playing at Hill Murray, which, mean, which tells me, like, they're going to be out of spots. Well, and that's what's been happening at Hill the last couple of years, is they've had, like, 70 kids try out. 83 last year. That's unbelievable. Yeah. 83 good hockey players. Yeah, I know. Right? And what happens is some of them leave. Look at Isaac Howard. He left after eighth grade because he saw that the, there's just no hope for me to get varsity playing time as a ninth grader. Oh, meanwhile, Isaac goes down to Shattuck, leads Shattuck in scoring. <laughs> you think he'll really like that kid on their team? Well, yeah. is he right, Next year as a 10th grader? Hang on. And, and next year, he'll be on the national development program. I mean, this is kids are. That's the quality of kids who see that the the ceiling is a little low there for them to play at Hill Murray. That's how deep it is. But is Hill going to step up this year? Uh, they better. Yeah, I mean, they better. That's that's the thing. Is the last couple of years they've had all these okay, kids try not, out, yeah. but they've been they you know they've lost to White Bear last yeah. year. You know, they Stillwater a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, they, they, they haven't so won a state tournament game in over five years. Oh, at which least for, yeah. for Hill that. You know, 2013. I, yeah, 13. Yeah. I expect something, you know, the levy's got to break in some way with them. And I've been, how many years on this show have I been talking about the youth mm-hmm. movement in Hill Murray? Yeah, it still know. hasn't really paid off. It yet, hasn't. So. It seemed like it was too young last year again. Yeah. And it, it's just a little strange. Yeah, so and of note for Hill that Brett Oberly is not listed as a captain on the roster or uh, in an, an elite league team. So he could be gone. Yep. He could, he could be, be gone. gone. He could be gone. Uh, that's a good call. Good mm-hmm. call. Okay, 5AA, lots of movement here. Uh, Justin Janicki made the National Development Program. He's leaving Maple Grove. In comes uh, Landon Gunderson, who's had 41 points, shattering um, – uh, Chaz Lucius's Bantam Elite League record uh, yesterday. Um, he's a superstar. He'll be a Division One when when, the, when his when his time comes to commit. He'll be one of the first kids to commit out of that <laughs> class. Uh, he's a superstar kid. Blaine's an interesting story, guys. Don't yeah. you think? I mean, yeah. with Carson Rickles, what are you guys hearing on that? I I don't know. I I still just I'm high on Maple Grove right now. And Blaine, they lose Brodzinski, and I don't know how much of a factor that is for them because he controlled play so much. I think one of the one of the neat things about Blaine last year was they sure they lose Brodzinski, but I think that they had a lot of depth in this eleventh grade class now turning seniors. I think that's a pretty nice team. They were always real competitive yeah. as a group when they were young. I think this is going to be a good team. They get a goalie back from juniors. Right. I yeah. love that by the way. <laughs> and he uh, Brandon Benson will be playing on that team. I think they're going to if if Carson Rickles comes back, which by all accounts he's coming back. Uh, he's already committed. 
I think he's a Mr. Hockey finalist. Just mark it down right now. Uh, one toe drag in the state tournament and an upper <laughs> oh shelf God. will make you a ho- Mr. Hockey finalist, right? Aren't you? Like Mike yeah. Graham. Mike Graham became a Mr. Hockey finalist on one little toe drag in the state tournament. Oh, God. Right? Yeah. And Carson Rickles, I saw him do that this year. I'm like, okay, you're yeah. now a Mr. Hockey finalist. You have been named. You've Graham been named Bessie. Mr. Hockey finalist. <laughs> Mr. Hockey oh, finalist. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, he just won Mr. Hockey yeah. the year before. So, Blaine is an interesting one, which makes that section a little bit interesting. Uh, Centennial picked up two brothers from Coon Rapids, AJ and Tommy Carls. They're good yeah. players. That makes them a three seed, don't you? Well, in uh, Section 5 usually has a weird flow about it, so they could you know, get into the section championship game type a- of thing. Absolutely. Um, any other teams we should be bringing up? Totino. Totino's section. And... Totino almost had the goalie from Marshall. <laughs> How <laughs> funny is that? Marshall, Minnesota <laughs> reta- retains their Marshall. goalie, Dominic Caspers. So that was a huge get for Totino. Um, Marshall plays at, what's that arena? Um, Schwan? Or is it is it like a pizza? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then yep. Totino was... Yes! For, oh, the yes, pizza. there was a pizza <laughs> connection. connection. And neither one of them were lots of matzo. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> I know! We just that was not a plug for lots of right. matzo. There was a little mini plug in there. Gotta like lots that. Lots of matzo sponsoring us now. <laughs> yes, they have always been. A long time. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Pizza. Both of them are, they're all frozen food manufacturers yes. here in the state. I didn't realize we were such a yes a, a mainstay we for the frozen pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Totino will be bringing in uh, Oliver Moore. Uh, okay. he'll, he'll play this year as a freshman. Oliver was easily one of the top ten players in our Bantam Elite League. We're all the best uh, ninth graders we play in. He'll, he'll, be, he'll make an immediate impact for, for Grace this year. I saw him play in the festival. Um, he's right there. He's definitely okay. a top six, top nine type of kid for the Eagles. So four double A gets in. I, I like this um, Totino to double A thing. I'm not sure they can five go to state. Five double A, by the way. Oh, five double A. Sorry. Um, I don't think they're a state contender this not year. Yet. Next year, not not really. You got to wait for this class of Maple Grove to kind of work their way. And they'll kind of work their way out. And I think what's going to happen is this: they'll bring in they're bringing in a really nice group of players. Uh, Totino is uh, three freshmen for sure. That will. I'm not sure they'll all play varsity this year, but a kid like Austin Bernovic, you'll fall in love with him. He's a unbelievable skill kid. They they were good last year. Yeah, they're good last year. But I'm talking about just the future. We talked sure. about the, the future sure. of Hill Murray. It's kind of the same carbon copy where they're going to start drawing in talent from Northeast Metro, North Metro type kids are going to be attracted to go play double-A hockey for More Adam than just football guys. at Totino. Correct. Yeah. Correct. It's nice to get a new dy- dynamic in the section, which has so often just been a three-team race. I mean, Correct. Yeah. a little champion last year had yeah. Noka once. but That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like it's going to be, it's going to make this section a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Um, six double-A. Um, want to start at the top? Sure. sure. We'll start with Benilde. And, you know, going back to that conversation we just had about Hill, about, you know, almost not enough spots, and yet they continue to add people. So, got Grant, <laughs> Grant Ellings coming in. Grant Ellings coming in from from Providence Academy. Um, and we're hearing, and, and again, no enrollment, no first or last name. It might be a last name we struggle with. But it's a European, <laughs> a European kid coming in to play. Uh, for the Red Knights this year. And we've seen that before. Yeah, well, it was, yeah. But Neil will go to, to any length. Great length. To, to create a great <laughs> hockey team. And, and 
Yes. Do we care? No. We don't care. We just want to see good hockey. And I actually be like Benilde better because it's the closest rink of to your the house. <laughs> yeah. Other than parade. I was just there yesterday. I was, <laughs> this is really convenient. Yes. You know? <laughs> Lots of parking. Yeah, I can go to Trader Joe's beforehand. Yes. You know, get shopping yes. done. It's perfect. So I think that Benilde is, well, no surprise, they'll be one of the top teams. Any team that... Uh, can give the state champion a run for their money in the in the section final. Well, you mean Edina? Yeah, it, it doesn't matter who you know. Just uh, they're Edina. If you yeah. can give Edina a run for the money, their money anytime. Yeah, it, and they did. There's yeah. no question. Even the Edina people would admit that that was they were getting a little puckery. You know? Yeah. So, speaking of Edina, speaking of Edina, um, the only thing coming in for Edina worth note would be uh, Jimmy Clark, mm-hmm. uh, one of the best kids, I think, in the ninth grade class. Uh, he still has to try out, so let's make the team, but I think he's as good a player as any that they have in in the whole system. Would, um, is this a year that Kurt may nuke the team again? What, what the team? Well, um, oh, you mean get rid of kids? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think there's. Is there there enough not enough? It's not like there's, there's enough no, for the coming I mean, in that you want to give them that much playing time. Yeah. Their ninth grade class was a top five Bantam Double A team, okay. but it was a more of a team team. Sure. A little bit Jimmy heavy, you know, Jimmy Clark heavy, but they were they had a nice group of kids. Sure. Um, but I think they'll be depth kids as tenth graders, um, and there's some eleventh and twelfth graders. There'll be no nuking of returning seniors. I'm just thinking those days are done at uh, Edina, and no, I'm not. It's not a slam on Edina. That was just such a rich core group a of kids, and that yeah. Yeah. the nannies and the walkers, yeah. and all those kids. That's not happening in Edina for any time soon. Well, uh, Kurt is probably one of the only coaches around the state that doesn't mind doing that, though. No, it, no. and doesn't get flat. He's he's done it. Yeah. For the last three or four years, he's, there's been an occasional mm-hmm. kid that he just lets go that you couldn't believe. Yeah. You know? um, all right, so we talked to Dinah. We talked. All right, let's talk Creighton. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Two departures, right? Yep. Uh, Corey Kokendorfer, a starting goaltender for them last year, has left to um, Eastridge, and they're top. I'd say their second best forward, yep. Nick Davison, yeah, has transferred to Sibley. Yep. Wanted to play a fall sport. Yeah, he might have to play a fall sport. Let's just say that. Um, those two have left uh, Creighton Durham Hall, um, and that hurts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I saw these guys play in the festival, and, and Matty Funk's a big listener of ours. Yep. I think it's troublesome that their Matt Gleason is logging minutes in a summer festival. You know, yeah. he should be sitting on the sidelines, you know, with the with the with the hat and the and the headphones on, <laughs> type of situation. He's their starting quarterback. He's yeah. their man, and he was the best kid in that event. Well, but my point is, they are going to be very good down the road. They have a really strong, almost as good a talent coming in at the at the ninth grade level as Hill Murray does. But it's going to be really young group with Mac Leeson. Yeah, that's and that's gl- troublesome. Scary. He's gonna have to do a lot of heavy lifting for mm-hmm. them this year. Matt's a, one of the best players in the state. Oh. Mr. Hockey top. Automatic. Yeah. He's automatically a Mr. Hockey finalist. But if Casey Stom 
was a Rocky <laughs> finalist. <laughs> then Mac Leeson already is. <laughs> Poor Casey Stomp. <Stahl>. Okay. <laughs> I know. Sorry. He's enrolling this year. <laughs> <laughs> As a 96th birth year. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's another story. But um, Matt's kind of more of a Kyle Rowe type. Yes. And he's, absolutely. he's not a Jack Johnson, a Bryce yep. Brodzinski. He's not going to, he's going to generate things, but it's not necessarily just like he needs he needs help yeah the size when matt was a a peewee he was our whiz wyatt winner but he was playing against class a teams when his saint paul team which is a lot of these yeah. same kids was playing against double <laughs> a teams like rosemount it was hard to watch because he was trying to beat <laughs> rosemount yeah. one on ten yeah you know what i mean what you know it was hard and yeah. i think we're gonna see a lot of the same thing out of them playing in double a and it'll uh, be good though. Trust me, they were a decent. That was a really good. Period. They won the state championship at yeah. PBA. But I think the lot you're going to see a lot of the same stuff. Well, and I've seen that in some games with Creighton last year, where they would tag Gleason and Creighton would come more one dimensional. Yes, it, it makes me nervous without Davidson that that may happen again. Don't get me wrong. I love the dimension, but I don't know if that dimension can go it's, through that. It's a it's a meat grinder. Six yeah, double A's. A uh, meat grinder. Yeah, I know. You know, with the addition of Blake, which is the next yeah. one up yeah. on our list. Uh, who's coming in, uh, Carl, for, to Blake? Uh, so we got Connor Mahoney coming in from Shattuck, and then Carter Cranky too. So. Yeah, these are young in, move-ins. They're not going to make a huge impact this year, but you will see them, and you'll see they're two completely different players. Carter's. I'm not exaggerating. I think he's six foot five. <laughs> they need that his, on that His team. weight, yeah. I will exaggerate. Yeah. He pro- he looks like he weighs 110 pounds. That's good. <laughs> but he's emancipated. For a kid yeah. that tall, he's super fast. Very fast. That's good. Uh, got great hands. He'll make an impact for Blake. And he's a real smart kid, real smart player. So And and Connor Mahoney's a, a skill kid. Got a great shot, great set of wheels, great balance. He'll add... Those two will add depth to their top nine, which is already a pretty strong top nine. Sure. Very yep. senior-laden team, yep. by the way. Joe Miller is a junior in this class, although he looks like a senior. Plays Tristan like a senior. Rose is a Tristan Rose is a junior as well. Oh, yeah. But I would think both of those two, let's be honest, those two will be playing the USHL next year. Sure. So yeah, this is nice. the run. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're going to make a run that's going to be this year, yeah. that's going to be a tough that's gonna be a tough game for them to get past Benilde and Edina. They're gonna someone's gonna have to beat those teams twice. Is Stexheimer a senior this He's year? He's a senior mm-hmm. this year. And then Matsky's a He's a sophomore, sophomore this, year. this year. Yeah. So they'll still have some depth with, with Mahoney's a sophomore and Cranky a freshman. They got some depth coming yeah. in. And yeah. that they get the right coach hire to replace, you know. Well it sounds like uh, McClanahan's interim. He's interim right now, yes. Mm. We'll Do you get think to that. Okay. We'll get to that in the coaching sure. discussion sure. section. Sure. Seven double A. This is your territory. Sure. Yeah, it's been an eventful summer in 7AA, but you, mostly with people heading out. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Luth East, after going a long time with, really without losing anyone, uh, sees Jacob Jeanette and Logan Anderson both head to juniors. When was this the last, last time? Yeah. Would it be Connor Valisano? See? Yeah. It's, which oh. it's like pre-YHH days. Time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Valisano, that, I mean, that's, that's a, a long, long time. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that say, I'm not sure I want to talk too much about it on our show publicly, but does that say anything about Mike Randolph? And can you make any public comments, Carl, at that? Say anything about that? that, Yes. And, you know, Mike Randolph's been around for over 30 years now. 
And I think that, you know, he's gone through some different phases. You know, you're not going to be the same person over the course of 30 years. And There's the preschool board. Mm-hmm. There's now on the second phase. <laughs> could we be heading into another school board election that could oust Mike Randolph? We have an election this year, but <laughs> I haven't heard it come up as an issue yet. But when you talk about no. bonding <laughs> bills, there's, there's this, and then there's the Mike Randolph platform. <laughs> I mean, there are people run on a Mike Randolph platform, right? Yep. It's sad. Yep. But tr- sad but true. Um, yeah, and but I'm not I, saying sure. uh, this is not an anti. I'm not trying to. No, I'm, it's reality. The reality is, is that you and I had a long conversation about it this summer mm-hmm. about Mike and, and 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 what he ran into with this situation with these guys leaving. It's kind of sad state of affairs. Can you want right. to talk a little bit more about yeah, it? I'll just say that you know the, the point I was getting to is that we we had a long. Uh, period of relative peace in the East program. Like everyone was the getting along on the Honda. same page. I mean, <laughs> obviously you'll have a few people who are, you know, you always have some dissent in the ranks. There's never, you're never going to get everyone's approval. But for the most part, things were pretty steady. But this past season, it was not. Yeah, there was a lot of chatter. I mean, I went to the post game party at a bar after they won the section championship, and you know, there was, it was very clear there was Team Randolph over here and everyone else over here in the bar. <laughs> And it was yeah. a really interesting dynamic. I had my, you know, encounters with Duluth East last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, all positive. But yeah. there was this, there's this awkward silence a lot when you'd say Randolph or you talk about players yep. that were being this, oh, this kid's pretty good. They would go, uh, yeah, uh-huh. Uh, you know, me. Mm-hmm. I I only speak with my eyes. Yeah. I saw some good hockey players and people. You could see, you could feel some dissension between the ranks. Right, and that's, that's all. And it was a year where I mean, I mean, they had a different line practically every game. There was a lot of change, a lot of people getting yanked all over the place, and so you you understand what. With some of the dissent, I understand where it's coming from. That said, with those two coming back, I think it's a really good hockey team. Sure. Yeah, they yeah. would have been plenty of talent. Yeah. And. Yeah, they, they've still got a pretty deep group. They're not going to drop off the face of the earth. They've got a kid transferring in from, from, from Superior to add some depth. I mean, it's but they Can just we don't have his name. I mean, is this is this name even worth reporting on? His our name show? is Spencer Godowski. There you okay. go. Okay, all right. So we, we've reported <laughs> there Thank is you. a move in. Yep, and he's from Superior. Yeah, I mean, they certainly don't have the front end talent of Andover or Rapids or even Cloquet in the section right now, but. They're east. They'll be there. The yeah. only report on Rapids I have as incoming or outgoing uh, would be kids coming in from their Bantam team, which was a really solid team. They didn't make it to the state tournament, but still a pretty solid team. Uh, Rapids had this, this Hayden DeMars who made the Elite League. That tells you if you're making it as yeah. a 10th grader, he's pretty good. Easton Young is a kid that moved down to Rapids. Would it be down or over to Rapids? Over. over to Rapids from Eveleth. Real solid player, played in our Bantam Elite League, uh, great little defenseman. Um, so I think those kind of kids add depth to a pretty decent Rapids team last yeah. year. Uh, well, a Rapids team that had a great second half. Yeah. That, uh, I think uh, that's worth noting. Uh, as a Nebraska fan that I am, everybody's hyping Nebraska this football season. Because of a good second, second half. half. Yep. Okay. It's the same kind of it's thing. the same concept. Uh, I think that Rapids will be better this year. I don't mm-hmm. think they'll crack the top ten, but they could knock off a, a Minnetonka when Minnetonka goes up there this year, and none yeah. of us would be surprised. No, yeah. it, it, they'll be fun to watch. They'll be worth going to the Holiday Classic for. I watched them at the Summer Classic and wasn't wowed by anything that they were doing, but I could see that the depth is now there for mm-hmm. Rapids to to give yeah. s- put some scare into the Duluthies. I think the Duluthies Rapids game might be a kind That'll of a fun, fun game, game this year. Yep. Yeah. It'll be kind of, it's going to be even ground. The, the East Rapids Cloquet, little 
yeah. merry-go-round that should be fun this the year. Triad. Yeah. 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 Yes. When DiWiseppe is your leading, Nano's like your leading scorer with 15 points. Yes. It's, <laughs> we have an issue. <laughs> that kind of yes. All right. Um, Andover. Andover doesn't lose anybody, and they bring in a, 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 a real transfer. Let's talk about a, what a real <laughs> transfer What's that? Like. What's that? I don't <laughs> know this a real works. transfer. This kid's name is Will Larson. He played at Totino. It's documented two years ago. <laughs> Last year, he transferred to Andover. Right? He didn't move. He didn't okay. get a mailbox, etc. address. or you know, He didn't do anything goofy. He transferred. Played JV for Andover last year, and now he's eligible by MSHSL standards to play goaltender Yay. for Andover. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's a rarity. You hate to see it. <laughs> it's a rarity, but it happens. <laughs> and he'll be good. Good goalie. Uh, 03 goaltender. Good. He's going to – he'll – be just as good as what left, you know, yeah, and that's big a shoes to fill. But big, yeah. I think he's yeah. good. I mean, he's mm-hmm. that good. That, not, that team will be. And Kaiser's doing a before and after. Yeah, looks like. Yeah, very deep. That team will be so deep. I thought they were the. I thought they were the best team at the festival, despite losing to Blake. I thought they were better than Blake. I think that's a team that will make a deep run in the state tournament this year. Do they have a true? Just like sc- last year. Come on. Do they have a true <laughs> scorer though this year? Uh, they lose Charlie Shane, yes, mm-hmm. but I still think their depth is okay. really good. Yeah. Really, really good. All right, and then 8AA, no major comings and goings, but a key retention, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, the big story in this section is going to be Jake Bersini. So Jake Bersini's coming back. That's a really good – that'll be a pretty good team, maybe even the two-seed in that section. Yeah, fighting with Rozo, yeah. Morehead Schitz will be number one. More will be by well, far number one. I, I think you're underestimating the late conference effect on that team. I think I you're think, right. I think playing a tougher schedule might bump them ahead of Rozo. Just because Rozo, who do they play? You know, they don't come down. They don't, you know, I like that fact of Buffalo. As, and just so everybody knows, the Buffalo and STMA have been, by the State High School League, moved to the late conference mm-hmm. for high school hockey. Is it for other sports, too, like everything. basketball? So I they're think playing it's everything. basketball and yeah. other sports. Okay, so, so they're going into that conference uh, because they couldn't figure out their own way. So then the <laughs> high school league puts them in their conference, and they'll be playing two games each so, yes, Edina High School will be playing a, a, a conference game in St. Michael this year. Which is must just, be thrilled. It just yeah, seems just odd to me that that's <laughs> happening, but it is happening. It also means they're playing in Buffalo. Um, and I think that what you're saying is, is there's something to that. They're going to yeah. play, you know, 8, 10 games of really high-end, fast-speed hockey, and that might help them in the, in the section play. Uh, Here's a question. Okay, does it help the state that the late conference schedule is not as strong anymore? I think it makes things more interesting. Yeah. yeah. So where I go with on that is those teams would beat up on each other and get better off of and feed off of each other. If the lake is not as strong as it traditionally has been with additions or what have you, does that help the rest of the state match their level? And get to them. I think a little bit. Okay. I think a little bit. And it takes away some of those games that you know Edina and Minnetonka used to have. You know, yeah. you look at their non-conference schedule as every good team in the state, and now they don't yeah. have quite as much. That's what I'm yeah. kind of getting. Oh, it waters down their yeah. schedule a little it bit. It has yeah, to water bit. down. And, their and it helps STMA and Buffalo a little bit. Yeah. Because they're going to get eight 
good games. And, and I would argue that it helps, you know, people in sections that Edina may have dropped. Mm-hmm. Correct. Because, okay, well, Edina's not playing Hill twice this year. That helps. No more home and home. <laughs> yeah, it might help us Stillwater White Bear because right. then, it, I don't know. It's, it's a weird dynamic. So, yeah. Irondale yeah. also moves into that, into the conference with Stillwater and Creighton and all those yeah. teams by force by the state high school. Yeah. And that's kind of thrown off the landscape a little bit too because now Creighton can't play. Like Creighton wanted to play in the Hockey for Life and they there were a lot and Stillwater yeah. had to get leave the Hockey for Life because they had to add these two Irondale games. Isn't that weird how the it's almost like an ecosystem. Yeah. It kind of affects the little ecosystem. Butterfly effect, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like a little bit of a butterfly effect. But now you have to play Irondale twice Correct. instead of playing a possible Edina or, or, or you know or 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 a conference that was already pretty crowded. Yeah, yes, with mediocre talent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, you know, anyways, more, it's like more Woodbury games. You know? <laughs> exactly. Like, really <laughs> yeah. No offense, West Boland. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, Class A, we got a handful of just commentary about comings and goings. Three mm-hmm. A, we talked about Dominic Casper staying yeah. at Marshall. Talked about Nick Davidson going to Sibley. Yes, yes, and that's four A, mm-hmm. and then the retention of. Uh, the top players at um, North Branch in 5A. Yeah. Right? Could well be a f- top 10 team in Class A. Very yeah. well could be. Uh, 6A, we, talk about, we talked about Mac Motzko likely ending up in a neon yellow uniform. <laughs> right? <laughs> I love those Swedish teams. national team. <laughs> right? Yeah. The Swedish <laughs> national squad. But you also got to talk about, you know, Jack Smith and Nate Warner being back. And, and Reed Bogenholm. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah like they guys. have a good decor returning oh, as well. Johnny Bell. I mean, this, yeah. is, this is as good a team. But I'm saying, when you add these, keep these big yeah. names. I mean, this is a Division One. Jackson Savoy. Remember, out of nowhere, oh, that mm-hmm. kid was... Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, it's a good squad. Um, 7AA. I think this is a big one. 7A, sorry. Yeah, we have a transfer here. You have Zach Kylan from Virginia, who was their leading scorer last year. Uh, a little asterisk on that. Kit Moreland was hurt for a bit, but... Yeah, most of the leading scorer transferring to Hermantown, which is a big yeah. get for Hermantown. Well, Rich they don't Richter. get players from other towns. I don't know ever, what ever, t- never, ever. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, okay. <laughs> I know zip codes. Okay, I can go one by Ooh, one. I love this. <laughs> I love this. Keep going, Nanny. Preach yeah. on, preach on, Nanny. <laughs> Where's the soapbox? <laughs> we, 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 should, we should also add that Hermantown retained Biondi too, which is yeah. That's, a, that's yeah. probably one of the biggest yeah. automatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> automatic Mr. Hockey. I mean, he was one of our Player of the Year finalists, yeah. and I think yeah. somebody, I think the Ruth News reported that. Like, yeah. 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 No, 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 it was on, it was on TV. The, it was on TV, <laughs> like, yeah, you hockey up final five as a junior. I'm like, did anybody watch hockey last year? Yeah. <laughs> we would have been a moron not to have Blake Biondi as one of our final five, right? I love how Duluth News is breaking our text strings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, really, like, really, we were... We named him, and literally, and, and let no news flash. He would have no. been our player had they won the state title in Class A last year. With what everything else, he would have. He would have been our player of the year. Well, we, we, not we will shy. make the same Probably. argument yeah. for Jack Jensen. Same Jack, with Jack. Mm-hmm. Jack, Jack yeah. Jensen EP scores a, a yeah. goal. He's our player, player of the, the year. year. Yeah, and that's still how it my works. Vote. No. <laughs> <laughs> still has my vote. Yeah, still had a lot of still votes. Still my on our player staff. of the year. Yeah, you're still your player <laughs> of the year. There was dissension on the YHH staff. Yeah, there was a lot of dissension on that. It was not a unanimous Bryce Brodzinski. That's for sure. So, 
All right, so 7A, we've cleared that hurdle, right? Yeah. And then 8A, I think this is probably in the in the Class A landscape. Besides Biondi returning to Hermantown, I think Jackson Panzer is a he's a kid you're going to see play. If you see East Grand this year, you will fall in love with this kid. His dad, Jeff Panzer, was a Hobie Baker finalist yeah. at North Dakota, national champion. This is the, one of the better hockey families you'll find, both the Jay and Jeff Panzer family. Uh, uh, Jay's kids still go to Grand Forks Central, but Jeff has moved his family across the <laughs> Red River to East Grand Forks, and I think part of the reason is this, not this yeah. show, but the show that Minnesota Hockey puts on to play in the Minnesota HP system, mm-hmm. and then you can go through their national program system. He says it's just cleaner. He's already committed to North Dakota, so he's not doing this you know, for, for publicity exposure, yeah. or exposure. He's doing this for it's just better he's you know a longtime friend of, of tyler palmasino this is a good move for for east grand it's a great move for the panzer family jackson panzer is a hard nose you know fun hockey player had he lived in minnesota last year he probably would have been our bantam player of the year he was that good and, and east grand force is going to have a good squad I yes. mean, this is a Even squad. Him. Yeah, this is a squad that has five elite league players. Yes, that's and Jackson's not one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just uh, this is the semifinal Friday for Class A is going to be one of the better Class A semifinals. And that's the that's if they can be world. Yes. Now right. let's go back, and I'm a, you know me, I'm, I'm a transitive property Bantam guy, right? <laughs> so the Warhol Bantam A teams have been really good the last three years. I mean, really good. They've been in the state final. They won the Bantam A state last year. Yep. So that means their 10th grade group is yep. good. Their Peewees have won state championships. I mean, this is a really deep, they're way deeper than East Grand is. If you think about that, East Grand Forks Town versus the World Town, and the size is like four or five <laughs> times, right? So <laughs> I still think that they, this is no gimme that they're going to beat them in Thief River Falls this year. No, it, it should be a good one. And World hasn't been to the tournament in quite some time. So they're hungry. Going on 10 years. Yeah, they're hungry. That section final might be the best section final of all 16 section finals. You yeah. think about it. That could be. It could well be. Yeah. You know, well, you I think six will be good. Six A? Six double A. Six double A. Absolutely. Sure. Oh, of days, right? Is that the same night? That's the Wednesday. No. 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 8A a is the same night as 7 A. So that's Thursday. I yeah, might so be free. I, I yeah. would go to that one. I might, be, I might be free on that day. <laughs> I mean, Andover's going to put... I'm not saying. Andover <laughs> might put that team in running time. <laughs> or they'll lose in overtime. Oh, they could lose in overtime. Yeah, and I don't. Boy, weird. Nobody's safe on this show. <laughs> I'm not convinced of safe. my <laughs> alma mater to make it to state. So, or even the section final. Final. So I know I may be free. All right, so we've knocked out all of the comings and goings that we could possibly knock out. Yeah. We, hopefully, we didn't miss anybody, but. Maybe we did, maybe How not. About some coaches, though. Yeah, let's talk about some comings and goings of coaches before we get to our vaunted uh, top ten. Okay, who's got that? Uh, I think Carl wrote out the notes. You want to list them off, and we'll make sure. some comments. Yeah, well, we can start with uh, Danny's program. Got a big change at the top there. Yeah, Absolutely. Trent Eigner um, is now in there, and grab some Eden Prairie coaches along with him too. Mm-hmm. Very good. That was that's Eden a very Prairie good coaches. pickup. Um, Jimmy McCusker and um, Nico. 
and Nico Kapitanovich. Talk about hard names to pronounce. (laughs) (laughs) I talked to Jimmy yesterday uh, over at the Bantam Elite League. He's watching. He's a national development team scout, and he's watching all the 05s and 04 kids uh, for the NTDP. Um, uh, That's a good pickup. That's a great staff. Yeah. Very hard-nosed guys, but, but... Lovable. I mean, they like guys. I mean, they they have a really good balance between discipline, teaching, and you know, kind of you know, good good uh, fellowship with the kids. So we'll see how that kind of breaks in the next couple of years. I, as far as recruiting goes, I think it's an attractive group to go play for. It is. It's just I think as uh, where are they going to recruit? Yeah, that's they're uh, gonna. They'll have they'll have some success no matter where they yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all I'm saying is like you have Creighton taking a certain area, uh, Hills taking a certain area. It's where's their where's their area? It's a little trickier though. I mean, I'm not in charge of recruiting at St. Thomas Academy, but the cost is a little bit more. Right? It, it's a lot. It's a the, lot, a lot more, more than a lot more, more than when I went there. Let's put it that and way. The demands of going to school there are. Far greater than no offense to Crete yep. or Hill. It's just a little bit tougher. I you know? I, I had one of the former um, coaches at St. Thomas say to me, you know, it's a big push to get a kid, uh, even as far away as in Eden Prairie, to come to St. Thomas to go to an all male school to pay that much money to you know yeah, like the for the, goes on it, and on and on. I mean, I was one of only a couple kids I think from Bloomington. To yeah. go to St. Thomas, Ever. I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's a weird scenario. So uh, you know, it, I don't know how to say that. And, and, and uh, I'm no stranger to Trent, and I think that Trent's going to do a fantastic job. There yeah. is a perfect fit for this this style yeah. of family, yeah. this this style of people, yeah. this style of player. I think it's a good hire by them. I think they're going to do some good things yeah. at St. Thomas and, and I, over the long haul. Long it's going to take a couple years. Well, you, you know, got to switch the product that's currently there yep. because it, it, some that's of it might not yeah. fit the style that, you know, from Vanelli's to Trent. Correct. And Correct. so there'll be growing pains, I would assume. I think assume. they're both winners, though. I think I think the Vanelli's yeah. were winners, and I think these guys are winners for yeah. sure. So they're yeah. going to do a great job. All right, Carl, who's next on well, the coaching uh, carousel? Eigner heading to St. Thomas, left opening at Lakeville North, and there we've got Jake Taylor. Which I think is a great hire, and, and here's why. Uh, he lives in Lakeville. He's got kids that play hockey in Lakeville, and I think that's a good ticket to. Yeah. He's got he's got a job where he's got some flexibility. He works for the Ennebeck family, yeah. so he's <laughs> he can get off work at three thirty and go coach hockey and not lose his job. But you know, that kind of stuff. I like how he has skin in the game, though. Yeah, yeah. it's really that's, important. That's important, I think. You know, I don't mind the high school teacher being the, the hockey coach, but you got to be a bought in high school teacher who's bought into the youth program. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to do just fine. I think he's going to have his blinders on, and and Lakeville South can go get kids from from all over. I think. He's just going to try to build from within, and, and he's a really good coach. And, a and really you good can. Guy. With that program, you can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, next up. Uh, staying in the uh, STA trickle-down region, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Henry Sibley, uh, where we have uh, Teddy Cheeseboro of Centennial Assistant Coaching and Fur Coat fame. <laughs> this south of the river. Interesting. I mean, yeah, talk I, about a program left for yeah. dead. I mean, right, they yeah. really yeah. have not done anything for decades. Right. decades. Since the 80s? Since house. They had, like, one random tournament in the mm-hmm. 90s. But, oh, but yeah. Man. But that was... How's that was a yeah. problem. No, that, that's when Sibley was good. Oh, right. And when they would challenge... They were in the same section. Yeah, they, they were in the same section. South same Paul, kids, you know, South area. St. Paul, Harding. Yeah. 
Sibley were all playing for a state, mm-hmm. you know, birth. Well, there back, was more. Mo- there was more money in that area. Back oh then. yeah, yeah. And that makes a difference. This guy, Cheeseboro, despite all of the, you know, <laughs> the, the fur coat and some of the stuff you, fo- I follow him on Twitter. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's like you're you're gonna find some entertainment <laughs> with his tweets. Some of <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. understand half of them, but <laughs> but nonetheless, he is. Uh, a hockey guy. Yeah. Uh, he's very committed. And if he's going to try to climb this mountain, God love him. Let's see what happens. It's right. class A. Yeah. So you need to get a handful of good players. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of good hockey players been, yeah. in that area. Going through that program. Some yeah. of that is just a transfer to go to St. Thomas, sure. But yeah, there, but there's plenty of yeah. good players just living in that region who are like, okay, I can go play class A for mm-hmm. him. In Mendota Heights yeah. is that district, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Sibley is the public school. It's literally, you can... Walk to Sibley from St. Thomas. Right. Yeah. Yes, you could. Yeah, you could. A long walk, but long still walk. good. Good. Yeah. Still could the get football there fields aren't as nice. But yes, <laughs> it's a nice school though. Sibley High School, the actual school is nice. In, oh, actually, we didn't nice. have quiz ball meets there. Yeah, mm. you didn't. <laughs> 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 All right. Next. Next one's up. Uh, staying south of the river. Um, this is kind of interesting. We have Calvin Simon who's taking the head coaching job at Shakopee, and you now Shakopee is not a team we have spent much time on here. But you know, you look at Shakopee, it's got neighbors like Prior Lake, it's got Chaska, these are programs that have been up and coming in the past decade, and a couple of things could be the next one. Of note with this this hire, so first of all, um, Shakopee uh, two years ago built a rink, and one of the big big hurdles, one of the big hurdles Mm -hmm. to Shakopee is like, we only have one rink, right? Well, somebody in the city uh, changed that to two rinks, right? So now that's that hurdle's been been knocked out. Um, all of our best players are leaving. Well, you need to find somebody who's actually going to be invested in the program. So that enter Calvin Simon, who's doing going to do exactly that. You know, he's he's involved in the youth program. He's invo- He's deeply rooted there. He's going to live there. He's going to have a family there. He's going to have everything there. This guy is all in Shakopee. If they can retain Calvin Simon, yeah. uh, this guy could actually build a program to the equivalent of Chaska Chan or Prior Lake. And, and, and in five years, we'll be talking about Shakopee as a potential team. That If Shakopee could build threaten. up to where Farmington was a couple of years ago, yes, that would be a yep. very, very good. And they can get there quickly, mm-hmm. really quickly. So many people live in Shakopee. Yeah. Right. And he's a, he's a definite uh, flag bearer for that. For that program. I'm a common Shakopee person right now because of yes. the bowling alley. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know, we know you love your bowling, Danny. Yes. Um, next up, uh, let's head north into the metro. Um, we have a, a temporary coach with a familiar name. <laughs> <laughs> Rob McClanahan is the interim at Blake following Greg May's departure. We talk about wins and losses for high school hockey. I think this was a big loss for high school hockey, losing Greg May to the Gophers. Uh, he was a great coach at Farmington, assistant, yeah. uh, a longtime assistant, and now he made his way to Blake and it started to you know get mm-hmm. some players to follow him to Blake, and the people at Blake thought he was great. I've met Greg, great guy. Um, it's too bad that he's good for him mm-hmm. because he's going on to college hockey, but uh, bad for for Blake and bad for everyone. And I'm not sure Rob McClanahan is a the long term. I think he'll be there for this year to coach yeah. this group of super seniors and super juniors that they have. But uh, whoever they replace will be a a, a big. That will be one of the big hires mm-hmm. for for 2000. Would be twenty twenty one, right? But as far as names Thanks. for high school hockey, it's kind of cool that Rob McClanahan can kind of just step in. Yeah, that story will write itself. Yep. And, yeah. and Rob has coached hockey, so he coached his daughter Sarah's 
when he was when she was at Orno. So he's coached the game and he's obviously knows the game really well. It's not like he's been just sitting in a yeah. boardroom working <laughs> in, in corporate America. No, he, he'll be able to step right in and coach this group of kids. Now the question with that is, they're a hockey day in Minnesota team. Yes. And so there's going to be some distractions with that squad. You know, automatic. Automatic. So, you know, new head coach, hockey day. Head coach who will attract a crowd. Head coach, yeah, will attract uh, just people who love to talk about Miracle on Ice. So, yeah. um, how does that play into a factor with this team? Do, will we see that um, kind of. I think this team has enough issues with Benil St. Margaret's, Blake, Wyzetta, that. that yeah, I think it's not like they're coasting in, as number one. No, no, but we've seen teams that you know kind of you know we've been hyped on, and then things happen in the off season. How about teams and losing kids to frostbite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's hope the temperatures aren't fifty below. Well, let's hope the heater works on the bench. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's a. It, it, I love hockey day. Don't get me wrong, but man, is it, it causes some trouble. And I have to walk you know, there yeah. this year. Yeah, you're going to walk. Horror, the you horror. Know, I yeah. actually, I might skip my trip to Edmonton and go to Hockey Day because it's in my home, my original hometown. So oh. I might, I might go oh. to Hockey Day this year. Whoa. <laughs> oh, they I are so at Hockey Day? I might go to, this is my first ever Hockey Day. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right. You're going to drop the puck? Minneapolis, Southwest, Minneapolis, celebrity, dropping the puck. Yeah, um, <laughs> Here I am. All right. Let's, uh, speaking of Bemidji, yeah, they yeah. had a yeah. day. Yep. They did a wonderful job last year. They did. Wasn't their fault. It was no people. No, no weather. No. Who's their new coach? Uh, Mr. Stanky has taken over there. It's a good hire. Mm-hmm. It's a good hire. All right. Uh, Want to swing down to Stillwater? Speaking sure. of hockey day. Yep. We've got Zanon coming in to replace Matt Doman. Yep, that's a really good hire. Mm-hmm. He's invested in the city, lives there, and has trained these kids. And the kids, from a coach's perspective, kids loved him. Everyone always loved the good cop you know, <laughs> assistant coach. He's been the good cop assistant coach. Can he switch gears <laughs> and be the bad cop head coach? Yeah. You yeah. Know, so, so We'll see. Then uh, next door there, kind of in the Henry Sibley past glory, trying to come back in Roseville. Scott Steffen. <laughs> now, Scott is originally from Roseville, played his high school hockey there. Uh, we'll be brought, Scott loves our site, um, and we'll be broadcasting some Roseville games this year. He was we had some to Spring Lake Park games last year, one of the best rinks out there, I think. Yeah. Um, and then they have the outdoor oval there. Yep. Um, there's a lot of a lot of people moving back to Roseville. So, so Winnie Bro- Brown, uh, who's a big-time oh, yeah. influencer in in, in uh girls hockey she's got sons and they live in roseville Uh, i think hockey will make a comeback again this is a 10-year projected thing but roseville won't just die a death i think there's 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 enough money in that town too that it won't yeah, shrivel up the way. Yeah, so I think that this is a, a really good hire for Roseville, and Scott Steffen will do a great job for, in that program. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, last but not least, Duluth Marshall's got a head coach. Yeah, Mark Vicharek. Um, some people may know his son Taylor as the tall ref you see at the state tournament the past few years. Yep. But he's taking over uh, for Brendan Flaherty, who we hear is doing somewhat better. Yes, so we've heard yeah, that he's doing better, that. which is like yep. great news yeah. for mm-hmm. for Brendan and, and everybody up in Duluth near his family. Okay. All right. Now we move to the top ten. Top ten. Top ten. 
And this is our August 25th top 10. We get to watch the Elite League. We get to see players coming and going before our first show of the year. Yeah, and we'll probably... preview show. Yeah, we'll do that at some point after we know rosters are finalized. Yeah, (laughs) we're getting at least getting getting maybe a week or two before the season. We Mm -hmm. won't do a pre-pre-show this year. That thing killed our (laughs) (laughs) pre-show. So we're only going to do one preview show. Um, So that will be... Um, sometime in early November is, is my guess, so you won't hear from us until then. Um, what's the August 25th? Sure. So starting at number one, and this is definitely a change from what we whatever we had when we did the way too early top ten in March. But number one now is Eden Prairie. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's close, but I think you have to lean that way. Yeah, I I just like the guys that they have coming back and and they've always batting. succeeded with moving. Sometimes we yeah. just kind of disrupt. They the do pile. well with that, and they keep people. That's the other thing. I've uh, and uh, I think I find this one interesting. Is I was talking to one Eden Prairie dad. He goes, you know what? If they don't win the state championship, it's going to be considered a failure. And, and not from the failure perspective. Yeah, it's a failure. You weren't a winner, winner, loser, <laughs> failure. Thank but you, what the Ricky Bobby. <laughs> but the failure here. The failure here is now. There's two or three kids that are taking two or three Eden Prairie kids who skated and squirts yeah. wanting mm-hmm. to play for them, and they're they're not necessarily getting cut, but they're going to get a lot less ice time as yeah. a result of these kids. And then when they don't win the state title, they're like, "This is why we didn't win. Is because you didn't take our guys." Kind of <laughs> heard thing. that before. That's yeah. What, yeah, yeah, you hear it a lot. So that'll be the only dynamic that will be interesting to follow yeah. this Eden Prairie. On paper, yes, they're going to be fantastic. Can they overcome some of that internal potential internal strife? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Next, who's number, number two? two? Benilde, who had been number one, so it's still obviously a very solid group. So I think this right is there. I think this is a team that will be laser focused, and yeah. they're going to win a lot of hockey games. Yeah, this is this their year. year. This is definitely their year. Yeah, it, be very shocked if they lay down this yep, year. I would too. Uh, this is another team that I think number three that's going to be right there. <laughs> you don't. This is I do. And over. <laughs> yeah, I mean this this is as, as a lock of a lock as there is in seven double A. This is good a team. Yeah, yeah, I know. We we joke about it off air. But they still, they have just too many weapons for anybody. The concern of mine is just, do they have the man? Do they have the kid that can step up and yeah. be their leading scorer? It's a tight do game at Amsoil. Yeah. Clock's winding down. Who's, Who's their guy? Pop in the I game don't know there. who that is. I don't know, because Wyatt Kaiser is that guy, but he's a defenseman. And he's never had to. He's Scoring, never had to wear that hat been, before. Yeah. And you know what? And why is a great player? Played in, played in uh, the uh, Helinka for the Team USA. That means he's one of the top players on, in the U. In the U.S. His age, but he's never worn that hat for Andover. Yeah. So we'll see if he can put that hat on. And it's a little bit harder, you know. Mike Kester's a great hockey player, but he had to wear that hat for Chaska last year, and it was yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's harder from the blue line than it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even Nick Letty was Mr. Hockey, but he wasn't. He couldn't yeah. take over couldn't, type of thing. No, you know, that it's was harder. still Kyle Rao who scored the points. Correct. Uh, next up, Carl, I like this Before one. Four is Maple Grove. They won the summer festival. That summer festival winner has always, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, Don't like it or not, it's summer so hockey yep. or scrimmages. It's yeah. a good it's indicator. It's still a decent indicator. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good indicator. And the team uh, they beat, Wyzetta, we'll get to them later mm-hmm. on in the top ten. I was impressed. I liked a lot of what they're doing uh, as far as they're just sure. deep. Yep. Wyzetta's got more talent than they've had in the past couple years. 
So I like that team. Uh, who do you got at number five? Number five, we've got Rosemount. So another team on the rise. Yeah. This seems Could be their year. It's kind of the same boat as Andover. It's like, this is the, their chance to break through and do it. But I saw them play a couple times last year. They have sway about them. They, mm-hmm. you know, they're good. You know, and they have studs. They have a lot of talent. And they've lost talent, too. They had Mitchell Corner in this group at the youth level. They had Moose Heffron in this level. They, those were their two go-to guys yeah. back at the youth. Despite not having those two guys, they've replaced them with great internal you know, building of a youth, youth program. And now they have Charlie Strammel coming in. He's he's listed as a ninth grader yeah. on the program, but, but you see him. He's 6'2", 6'3", and he plays a heavy, heavy game. He'll be making an immediate impact can at I, Rosemount. Can I call out a player in Rosemount? Sure, Luke Lewandowski, why do you follow my fake Twitter account but not me? Yeah, <laughs> how many are, there's a lot of them out there. <laughs> Sorry, just... Well, you know, the, the, those counts, you know. Do, do you follow him? No. Does, those, fake, does fake you follow him? Does he fake you does a much better job of following people back than real you? <laughs> the, the the burner accounts are, are out in and hot. We won't make any comments on any of them out there, but I think they're kind of funny, actually. I do too. You know, the truth hurts sometimes. How's that? <laughs> Number uh, six. Yep. Uh, we have Blake. Yeah. It's too much talent. Mm-hmm. Too much talent. They have some wild cards, but they're like, yeah. mm, they're I, good. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of teams that are sort of new to this area, so you you just sort of you know look at this as like are they really that high? But hey, the talent's there. Yeah, I yeah. think they have one of the best goalies in the state. Um, I think they have a great blue line, and they have top you know, line two two, two really goal recruits yeah. <laughs> that will light you up. Yeah. I mean, which one again? Can they get? score some secondary scoring they could be in the state tournament the problem with them last year is they didn't play a three-period game can they do Correct. that this year Correct. and so older, and I, I think that i think I like that i think the new coach hockey day a lot of these things are going to be they're going to have some a lot of hype to climb. yeah What's that? a lot of hype yes 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 uh speaking of hype who's at number seven number seven's hill murray we were talking about this earlier it'll be interesting yeah. to see Where how that hell? Well, yeah. how that unfolds. Yeah. yeah. A lot of mystery. Just, yeah, stockpile of talent. But we're we're doing a lot of these a lot of this stuff based on past performance yeah. and, and, mm-hmm. and talent only. You know, we don't know how a team actually comes together yeah. when the season starts and like we talked about the internal strife in Eden Prairie. That could just go right down the toilet. Yeah. You know, all this talent it goes right to we've seen yeah, it it's plenty of times. Yeah. Even there. Plenty yeah. of times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, this team's gonna go yeah. all the way yeah. and then it just mm-hmm. you know, it goes right down the toilet. Mm-hmm. Um, this team could be in the in the in playing Friday night in the state tournament. They have so much talent. They could be playing Saturday. Yes, they could. No arguments here. Uh, speaking of Saturday, this team uh, at number eight was playing on Saturday two years ago. Yeah, this is what we call the Lake Conference dump portion of the rankings. But <laughs> eight, we've got Minnetonka. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's really hard to argue with these last three right, picks. Yeah. No, I mean, you, you got someone better than Minnetonka. Yeah. You know what I mean? How, you know, how many elite league kids do they have again? Enough. Crazy, <laughs> crazy amount. Um, you want to talk about Tonka a little bit, or you want to just move on, move on to the next ring in the Lake Conference? Just keep going. Yeah, keep, keep going. going. Number nine, Edina. This is the beginning of Edina not being as dominant. Correct. I For mean, a couple the, years, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't see it Nothing. happening. It's just the, the way their their youth program is is built. They're they're still pumping out top Pee Wee Double A teams yeah. and mm-hmm. squirt teams. It's still really good, but I just don't see that. Uh, 
the Dornbach, the, the, the Walkers. Kinder, the, the bury everyone in their Bellows, Shorsky, yeah. all these guys, Wade. Jungles, Wade. Wade. I just R- don't timing see. other top ten, five yeah. teams. Yeah. I, yeah, I just don't see that. It still doesn't mean they're going to be bad. I still think there's plenty of talent. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, even up until, two, remember two years ago, uh, Ben Dexheimer was playing yeah. JV as a sophomore. That's <laughs> how deep Williams they were. Williams was yeah. playing JV. Yeah. Or Bantams. No, 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 no. Bantams. He was playing Bantams. Bantams. But, but he was good enough to play. He was committed. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, so it's not that deep. It's still going to be darn good. Yeah. You know, they could win a lot of late conference championships here, even with the talent they have. So last but not least, I pumped these guys a little bit earlier. When we Why is that a... Yeah. I'll tell you what. They got plenty of good hockey players there, and they've... Their, their Bantam teams have been good the last three years. And the, the one Bantam transitive property, the only ones they've lost that I think that are you know big losses are Tristan Sarsland and and Adam Marshall. Those sure. two are big losses to to. But they have Ness. Yep. yep. And, and they have some players. They have some plugs. I saw really kids at the festival. Again, there's no programs. Mm-hmm. Literally, I'm walking up to Pat. I'm like, who's 18 on the numbers <laughs> yeah. on the back? Some of them are wearing 73. Yeah, you don't know. I'm like, who's yeah. that kid? Because yeah. he's good. Well, oh, he's this kid. And I'd never heard of some of these kids. So there's plenty of yeah. highly skilled players uh, playing for the Trojans in their summer festival. Mm-hmm. And Pat seemed to be pretty pretty excited. He was excited about the game they had against Maple Grove. He goes, this is the kind of games I wanted this summer. Cool. You know, where we're getting a lot of good activity and yeah. get to see kids play and how they react to tough competition so mm-hmm. it was a good that game was a really good game it was fun to watch yeah, yeah. So. Uh, that's all i got for yeah. this, this um, summer what review. about class a do you want to just go through oh yeah top, 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 top five, five. sorry top sorry five. sorry about okay. that um i think we're defending champ most talent most depth well yeah 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 they have more depth yeah but then you look at east grand forks you think east grand forks better than hermantown <sighs> I don't know. That's hard to say. I don't uh, think there's a player in this team in the state that's going to hold. Blake Joey Young. Pierce going back. To yeah, D. Joey's Joey Pierce is going, going back, back to D. D. I'm just trying to you know yep. picture what that tells me is Hermantown's got less depth on the blue line. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where I like the blue line of East Grand Forks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That 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 team East Grand is stacked. Really yeah, stacked. I know. Yeah. Uh, that's but as good a team as they've had since back the 13s. And yeah. yeah, I think the question with Hermantown is with Pierce moving back, who plays with Biondi, and then does that line gel, or is it one of those awkward lines where you got one great player and it's kind of yeah, and there's a lot of and does Pierce turn into the the Ryder Donovan situation where you're yeah. cycling through ten different players on the wings trying, trying to, find to find a combination. Yeah, yeah. You know, their best players right now are in ninth grade, and mm-hmm. we know the Hermantown doesn't bring ninth graders. No, no. Up. no. <laughs> you know, watching some of these ninth graders like we could play varsity next <laughs> year. <Yeah, plan laughs> His last name is Plant. Yeah. <laughs> but they'll wait. They'll wait. They'll just let them season. And I think they're going to be just fine. I think they'll. I think they'll make their way back to the state tournament and mm-hmm. and make some damage. I think there. There's some some teams in seven A that will be give them some challenge, but I don't think they'll run them out of the rink. No, not this year. No. So we got. So you, who do you have, Hermantown or EGF at number two? It's your. It's your. It's your I, choice. My call. Yep. I, I think I'll stick with Hermantown for now. Yep. Just I agree. On, re- on reputation and. And, and, you know, East Grand was clearly a step behind Cathedral last year. We saw that game. Yeah. So I think they, they have more to prove to me. 
And I think we all agree that the EGF world is three four. Yeah. Yeah. And again, we've talked about earlier in the show that that's a that's a fun matchup. They'll mm-hmm. play once or twice. Do they play twice. Twice. Too? They play twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Those would be good. And it's games. usually at the end of the season is when they pile those in. So right. we could be you know good litmus test at the end of the season. With and this, I think so. it's fair to say Matamida with all of their bodies there, they're the <laughs> next one at five. Just right? bodies. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just punch yeah. a good hockey well, players. Well, Ben Dardis. They got great goaltending for the next three years. They'll get out of him, and they got plenty of good hockey players in Matamida that just because of numbers, yeah, you know, and they've had great youth that all the way up. So I think that Mott will be right in the thick of things and win that section. Yeah, so should be playing um, on Friday again, probably, but likely, that's been their struggle. You never, know. Yeah. you yeah. never know. Yeah, it has been their struggle. Mm-hmm. Friday has been their, you know, Waterloo. <laughs> it has been their Waterloo. Well, we're at, uh, we've cleared the one-hour mark on our cool. sun, summer festival here in Yay. the Bloomington offices of Youth Hockey Hub. Thanks, Carl, uh, for making it in the, this weekend. Danny, great show as usual. Thanks to our sponsor, Red and Black League and Wicked Rags, uh, for their sponsor of our show. We'll see you guys uh, after the Elite League and before the season gets started. For Danny and Carl, I'm Tony Scott. Thanks for tuning in. Deep. I probably might have told you All we do is win, win, win like Icola Dropping names like Chorsky or Bellows Tearing up the ice, wearing green, white, yellow We got snipers and danglers that haven't been born yet The fans at Braemar keep buzzing like some Hornets